So for example, I know that I generally cannot do anything big in April because that's when Passover is. I know that I have to look at September, October and see when the high holidays are, the Jewish high holidays, because that's a good three-week period and it requires some preparation beforehand as well. I would say there's about a month between September and October. It's not always the same every year because we work on a lunar calendar, which makes it even more confusing. So in the general like April-ish time of year and in the general September, October time of year, I know that I have to be very careful about promotions that I'm doing. I don't want to be doing any launches or anything like that too close to Passover or to the high holidays. Welcome to the Raising Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Yael Bendahan, founder of CEO Mom Academy, Mama 5, and lifelong reading addict. This podcast is here to empower moms to run their businesses and lives like the powerhouse CEO they are. I want you to believe that you can have the business success you desire and be present with your family and to give you my best tips and strategies for how to make that happen. I'll be sharing the honest reality of balancing motherhood and business models that work for you, marketing with simplicity, and the mindset of CEO mom. Now, let's dive in. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about business planning for momentum and margin when you are a mom and life is always changing. I wanted to talk about how you can plan out your year in a way that leaves you a lot of space and also allows you to hit your income goals. And I talk about my momentum marketing method a lot. I've mentioned it before in podcast episodes, I believe in episode seven, and also in my anti-Black Friday, like my non-Black Friday plan and what to do when plans change. And I'm going to be talking about it in my upcoming free program, Momentum 2024. My goal for you after this episode is to walk away with clarity on what you want your year to look like and how you can actually set ambitious and doable goals to hit in 2024 while still leaving room for fun, freedom, and family. And I really want you to understand why planning your year with my Momentum marketing method actually works and how to use it to get back into momentum when you feel stuck. I'm recording this right now looking at a gorgeous sunny sky after a day of torrential rain. And I feel like this really encapsulates what I'm feeling, this back and forth between like grief and and hope. Right now, at the time of this recording, hostages are being returned to Israel. And so we have a lot of joy, obviously, for the hostages that are returning, but also a lot of grief and fear for the ones who are still left in Gaza, including nine children. And it's, it's, it's a very, it's a lot of mixed feelings. It's, I think that like this like dichotomy, like having to hold these two such opposite feelings. So it really just encapsulates. I think that's a good word. <laughs> it really just shows this is what our life as moms look like. We're always holding these like conflicting feelings, right? Your kid's driving you crazy all day. Then all of a sudden they're sleeping and you look at them. You're like, oh my God, they're so cute. I miss them. There's so many mixed feelings. So one of the things that I'm really excited about is my upcoming live program happening. It's called Momentum 2024. And I'm really excited because I have not done a live event since June, since my standout for the summer challenge, which did so well and people got so much value out of it. And I, my goal is that you get ridiculous amounts of value and mindset shifts and ideas from any free offer, any free event that I do. So I want to give you a bird's eye view in Momentum 2024 of the way I plan my year so I can leave room for crap to happen, basically. That's the non-cool tagline version. We are going to be way in depth on this during Momentum 2024, and I'm going to be giving you, during this 
podcast episode, I'm going to be giving you a basic overview and giving you a bunch of ideas and thoughts on how to create that margin in your life and how to create that margin in your business as well. And if you want the deep dive on this, go to yaelbenden.com slash momentum 2024 and sign up for it. It is free. It will be transforming into a paid program as soon as it is over. So as soon as the replays come down, it's going to be paid. I wrote $37 that it should normally cost $37. Honestly, I think it should cost like $97. It's that good. So make sure to sign up for it now while it's still free and you can still catch the replays. Okay, so how to plan your year for momentum and margin. So I think what I always talk about, I think it's the most important thing, is to look at what's already happening, what's already happened. And you first want to have a good look at your business and see what has worked for you so far. Which offers sold best? Which offers did you enjoy delivering the most? Which clients did you enjoy working with the most? And if you feel like, oh my gosh, nothing's been working or a lot of things haven't been working, I recommend listening to episode 2020, sorry, the Nana. If you feel like a lot of things aren't working for you, I recommend listening to episode 22, which is the pivot episode, when I give you a series of questions to ask yourself for clarity on whether it makes sense for you to pivot in your business or just keep going. What are you glad you spent money on this year and what felt like it wasn't actually worth spending money on? So if you bought a lot of courses and didn't implement any of them, then they, that might not have been a good investment. If you got you hired a coach and you got a lot out of it, then that was a good investment, Right. What felt aligned with your schedule and what caused you huge amounts of stress? So I think that's a really important thing as well because I think that I think that very often we do things because we think we have to do them. If someone's like, oh, you should do reels and you do reels, but you just hate it and it stresses you out so much or, oh, you should have a blog or you need to do YouTube or whatever. And if it just doesn't feel like it's moving the needle for you and you just do not enjoy it at all, you don't need to do it. I try TikTok. I try TikTok. And I made the executive decision that it just did not fit with how I want to run my day. It just doesn't work for me. I don't. I, I just didn't like it. It's just I didn't enjoy it. Now I could I could be getting a lot of traffic from TikTok. I'm having a lot of mixed feelings about TikTok these days because it's just whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of very algorithmically it's it seems to be very slanted, very anti-Jewish creators, which is bothering me a lot. So all in all, I'm just like, forget it. I don't really want to put a lot of time into it because I don't enjoy it. So what did feel aligned with your schedule? What offers felt aligned with your schedule? Marketing felt aligned with your schedule? And what created a lot of stress for you and didn't feel like it was worth it? So that's the first thing, looking at what already has happened. Now I want you to look at the future, right? Looking up at 2024, what do you want your life to actually look like? So what are your non-negotiables in your life? One of my clients said she wants to go have lunch with her daughter in school once a month. You might want to take the last two weeks of December off, which a lot of people do, by the way. You might want to work no more than five hours a day, or you might want a four-day work week, or you might want to take a Disney vacation once a year, or you want to take off one week a month. What do you want? Okay, what do you want your life to look like? Realistically, realistically what does your life actually look like? If I have a newborn home with me, I would love for them to have two-hour naps, but realistically, I can't really count on them having two-hour naps, especially my newborns. They're not super... So like looking back at when I had my daughter home with me for that whole year in 2021, there was a lot of juggling, a lot of balancing. What actually like almost doubled my previous year's income in 2021 with her home with me working two to four hours a day without two-hour naps. What your schedule looks like does not necessarily reflect how much money you can make. You have to be all you have to be realistic about it. You might want to be like, oh yes, I wanna I wanna work one hour a day for four days a week and make a million dollars. Okay, fine. What's your plan for that? Do you have money to hire an entire business basically because they're an entire team to do everything? 
And realistically, we know that's probably not going to happen. And again, the thing is though, like a million dollar business may not be your goal. So I think that you should, it's very important for you to look at what do you want your life to look like? Look, sorry. What do you want your life to look like? And what, what income is going to actually facilitate that as well? So not just what you want your life to look like. Okay, this is what I want, but also how much money do I need to make to actually get what I want? Because bearing in mind, okay, I want to make this amount of money. I, I want to bring in X, whatever. I want to bring in X top line revenue. Let's say $120,000. It's 10K a month. So does that actually make sense? How much do you need to bring home as a salary in order to, in order to have the life that you want, in order to maybe have the savings that you want? How, what are your business expenses? What investments do you want to make in your business? And taking all that into consideration, is 10K a month your actual goal? Could it be less? Could it be more? Right? So that is, that's really important because you, if you want to know, you want your life to look a certain way, you also want to know what exactly it's going to take in terms of top line revenue to enable you to take the money that you need out of your business. Okay. So based on all of this, what do you want to sell? And I'm going to be covering offer suites and business models in Momentum 2024, like a very deep dive. But I recommend if you are a service pro or a coach, I recommend having one higher end offer as your core. So that could be a one-to-one offer or a group program or a one-to-one done for you offer like a, I don't know, a 10K full rebrand and website or, or a 5K copywriting package, whatever that is, having one higher end offer as your core and then something smaller like an intro offer to bring in your ideal clients at an easy yes price point so they can test you out and get to know you a little better. And that could be free, that could be paid, but I actually recommend something low cost and paid in order to really give people a feel for working with you. And if you want a more hands-off business, having a membership or a digital product shop could be a great idea and a great option, but recognize that your full-time job will be creating the content and products and bringing in traffic. That's basically your full-time. Actually, once you create the products, you're going to have to create more. Like there's a certain amount of content you're going to be putting into a membership or delivery you're going to have to do or products you're be putting into your digital shop and focusing on traffic, just getting more and more eyeballs on this shop or on this membership because if it's going to be low ticket, it needs to add up to a lot of customers. So there are so many ways to bring in traffic. We'll discuss that in a little bit. But again, based on what you want your life to look like, what do you actually want to sell? What actually makes sense for you, for your personality? So looking at all this now, what is your actual income goal for the year? Okay, now how does that break down for you monthly? How does that break down for you based on offers sold? So example, if you have a 5K core offer and your goal is to make 120K in top line revenue, that breaks down to 10K a month or 24 offers sold throughout the year. It does not mean you need to bring in two offers, sorry, have two clients a month. You might have three clients in one month and one client another month or four clients in one month, I don't know, or have them put down a a down payment and get on a wait list based on your core offer and your top line revenue goal that you need to have 24 clients at throughout the year, all in all, for that core offer. If 2023 has been a bit of a rougher year business-wise, I promise you that you are not alone. I like to look at this year as a slingshot year, the one where we pull back so we could spring forward to the momentum in 2024. And that's what I'm helping you do in my upcoming free program, Momentum 2024. We're going to help you map out the CEO mom mindset, the aligned business model, and the strategic sales plan to help you achieve your biggest goals as a business mom in 2024. I'll also be sharing behind the scenes of my exact offer suite and sales goals for this upcoming year 
after one of the hardest years of my life and how I'm designing my business to create more margin, simplicity, and profit while making over half a million dollars. That is my plan. So sign up now for free at yaelbendahan.com slash momentum2024. The link is in the description and I cannot wait to share this free program with you. All right, now back to the show. Okay, so now you've looked at what has worked for you. Now you've looked at what you want your life to look at. You looked at what you want to sell. You've looked at your income goal. Now that you know all this, does it all make sense? That's the most important thing. Can you deliver 24 of those? Do you have the time to deliver them? Can you do two a month? Can you do more than two a month if you want to potentially free up time to take a vacation, for instance? And another question is, can you hit your income goal with the offers that you have based on the traffic that you've been able to get so far? How many customers will you actually need to hit that income goal? And is that realistic? And this is where you have to be really honest with yourself. So if you have a VIP day business model, but you're having a new baby in three months, I would consider that you're going to stack some extra VIP days in before you have the baby and account for possibly not being able to deliver them for a month or two or more after baby. Or you have to take into account getting childcare. Or maybe you'll have a waitlist strategy that where people have a, you have a paid waitlist, for example, so that you have a, tar, you know, a list of warm leads um, available for you to just launch your VIP days or your offers to once you're back from maternity leave. So the important thing you want to do is to take into account whether your business model is aligned with the life that you want to have. Regarding how many customers you're going to need, I'm going to be sharing behind the scenes of my offer suite and how basically taking into account everything, I'm going to need it looks like about 225 people in 2024 to hit over half a million dollars, okay? Now, taking into account a 3% conversion rate, which is my average sales, that would mean that I'd have need to get in front of 7,500 people in 2024, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not that many. So that would mean I'd have to grow my email list by 5,000 people in 2024, for example. And let's say not even, maybe not even email list, right? Maybe people would be coming in through organic social. Maybe they'd be coming through ads or SEO or collabs, that's about 625 new people a month. That's not a crazy amount of people if you have a consistent visibility strategy, okay? And I know that sounds like a lot, but I prefer to look at this as a year-long endeavor because momentum does compound. So you might join a bundle and get a lot of eyeballs on you that way and then create a free event and then have people share that free event and get even more people onto your list. We're going to be creating more and more momentum throughout the year. So now that you know all of that, you're like, okay, so I know my income goal. I know that it makes sense for the life I want to have. I know the offers that I want to sell and that makes sense for the life that I want to have. I know how many people I need to get into my audience. I need how many people I need to get in front of in order to actually hit those goals. How do you get there? Okay. And the answer is, sorry, the answer is growth events and front-end offers. So utilizing front-end offers like course launches, lower ticket workshops or memberships, or short, powerful containers like Voxer coaching or intensives or week-long daily trainings to create that know and trust factor. So once people work with you, if they have a good experience, they are likely to continue working with you, all right? So this could be, these could be audits if you're a service provider or a, a, a low, lower end call or a mini strategy. I know my, my, my coach Julie calls these bolt-on offers, which basically is, I know what I want to be moving people towards. So my goal is to create smaller things that people can come in, get a taste of working with me, see how I teach, see how I coach, whether that's something that's $47 or $4.97. When it comes down to it, these are people who could potentially upgrade to my mastermind, 
or my one-to-one coaching or my VIP days. But it's easier to give people a smaller way to work with you in order to get that experience of you and give them the, the, the chance to upgrade towards your higher ticket offers. And front-end offers are, I would say, are paid are paid offers, whereas growth events are generally free. So growth events could be things like summits or podcasts or bundles or freebie swaps from other people's audiences or your own. Now, if you have a very small audience, I would recommend starting with other people's audiences. And then once you've grown your audience to a few hundred people, maybe a couple, maybe a thousand or so, start then start creating your own challenges, your own bundles, your own free events. You could do a challenge. Honestly, you could do a challenge even if you have just 100 or 200 people on your list and ask them to share it. Give them incentive to share it to get more people in the door, okay? So I would recommend your own growth events, I would say maybe three to four times a year and then other people's audiences at least one to two times a month. And that is that does not mean joining two bundles a month or two summits a month. That could mean doing one podcast interview and one summit. You could do be part of one one bundle and then do a freebie swap with someone else's list. So there's so many options. And I think podcast interviews are one of the best ways. I've had so many people. I always, whenever I do any sort of any sort of survey, I always ask people how they found me. And I would say 80% of the time it was through other people's audiences. So either through summits or bundles that I was in or through podcast interviews that I did. That having that visibility strategy really makes sense, especially if your audience is smaller and you want to get in front of more people faster. Using other people's audiences can really catapult you to grow your audience quicker. I grew my email list to over 1,000 people using only summits and guest speaking opportunities, zero ads, like very little organic social, honestly, just other people's audiences. So the cool thing about this is once you've got clear on the kind of topics and events that people really love and that you see are working, double down on those and run ads. You can do TikToks. You could do reels to those offers. You see a freebie people particularly liked from a bundle that you were part of or a summit that you were part of or a podcast interview that you did and be like, okay, people really like this might be worth running some ads to. And you can run five to $10 a day of ads to a lead magnet and do very well and bring in a few people a week, a few people a day. Like I, at one point I was bringing in between three to five people a day with my lead funnel ads. And I had someone who literally like downloaded my freebie and within less than a month joining my list bought a over $700 bundle for me. These do work. Okay, they do work. Lead magnet ads do work. And I talk about in my programs, I'm not going to get into that now, but there's different types of lead funnels you want to use if you're a service provider versus being a course creator or coach. It's two different kinds of things. But either way, you want to continue growing your audience. And I love using Reels, a combo of many chat and Reels to generate leads. I'm doing it right now for Momentum 2024. So if you look at my Instagram, you'll actually see it. I have one of my most recent reels. I tell people to drop the comment Momentum and then they will get a mini chat bot that brings them into the brings them into the Momentum 2024 event. So now that you know what you want your life to look like, okay? You're like, "Okay, I know what I want to sell. I know what I want my life to look like." So I recommend looking at your calendar and planning one larger promotion per quarter and then sprinkling in growth events throughout to lead to those. So I'm going to give you a sample yearly calendar. You do not need to do this exactly the way I'm telling you. This is just an example and different things are going to work for different people. So for example, I know that I generally cannot do anything big in April because that's when Passover is. 
I know that I have to look at September, October and see when the high holidays are, the Jewish high holidays, because that's a good three-week period and it requires some preparation beforehand as well. I would say there's about a month between September and October. It's not always the same every year because we work on a lunar calendar, which makes it even more confusing. So in the general like April-ish time of year and in the general September, October time of year, I know that I have to be very careful about promotions that I'm doing. I don't want to be doing any launches or anything like that too close to Passover or to the high holidays because it just takes, those take a lot of work. I also know that I like to take Hanukkah off generally if I at all can. I actually will be doing one, um, Momentum 2024 will actually be happening on Hanukkah. There might be donuts. (laughs) Okay, there are not going to be donuts, but I will give you my donut recipe if you want. We actually do a Bendahan family Hanukkah party for my whole family one night of the holiday where we basically just do a donut-like extravaganza. So I make a double recipe of donuts, a triple recipe of donuts, and and I make loads of different toppings and fillings. So I do like lemon curd and custard and jam and, and dulce de leche and, and chocolate glaze and vanilla glaze and all this fun stuff. And then basically I put it in front of everyone. I'm, Here you go. Make your own donut. And that's the majority of the food that we eat. We'll add like a soup or something to fill people up so that they're not just eating donuts. But it's pretty much a donut party. So I prefer to not work during Hanukkah. It depends on the time of year. If Hanukkah is earlier on, like it is this year. So very often it will overlap with like the Christmas time of year, in which case that works out really well for me because I take off the last couple of weeks of December generally anyway. But there's some things that are non-negotiables for me. Hanukkah is not a non-negotiable, but I will try to do not to do too many live calls during that time as well. And in the summer, I know that my kids are going to be home. So I have to consider that as well. July is usually a slower month for me. I have to consider that as well. Yourself, what your year generally looks like and what you have to take into consideration. So I'm giving you an example schedule for the year. You do not have to follow this because this may not work out for you. Okay. Here's an example. So you launch your signature offer in February and you use January to tease it and maybe run a little New Year's themed free event to get eyeballs and leads. So maybe you'll launch it like in February or March. Then you do some sort of June summer blowout sale of some of your client templates and swipes and maybe some run a special on one of your offers or maybe on one of your bigger offers or maybe on one of your mid-ticket offers. Relaunch your signature offer in September when people are getting back into the swing of things after the summer and then run a Black Friday sale. So either do an offer party like I did last year. So it's like kind of one offer per day sort of thing or a basic three offer sale. So one of my clients did this year and it worked out very, actually a few of my clients did this this year. It worked out really well for them. So they did one DIY course, one mid-ticket offer and one, maybe one spot for your highest end offer with a, like some sort of cool discount. So one of my clients literally got her 4K sale off of Black Friday because she had, you know, one spot off open for her normally, I think it's normally 5K for three months. I don't know. I'm not sure what the exact offer was, but either way, she made a 4K sale from Black Friday. If you think people only buy things that are cheap and only buy things if you have a big audience, she has, I think, like 200 people. On, no, I think less than, I think 120 people on her list. I think it's not even, yeah, not even 200 people. So that is, that's a really big deal to consider. And I'm really excited. I think that having a Black Friday sale can really create a lot of momentum for you. And my clients have had amazing results from Black Friday this year. I shared some of them on my Instagram story. So make sure to check that out if you're listening to this today. And then, of course, you can always host an end-of-year sort of prep event in mid-December to sell people into your services or offers to start in January. So before you take off your two weeks of December, you can then sell people to start your offer, whatever that is, in January. 
So if you see, this gives you a lot of space in between promotions to create nurture content and continue to drive people towards your offers in a really soft sell sort of organic way. I always say that you should always have a mix of just straight up nurture content and sales content all the time. Whether you're promoting something heavily or not, you should always be talking about your offers. You should always be sharing social proof. You should always be telling stories of your clients. You should always be sharing behind the scenes of what you're doing with your clients. These are all, this is a basic idea of a yearly calendar. It does not have to be this way. You can change this around if you like, but um, these are just some good opportunities to see where you can pop in your big promotion and still give you lots of space and wiggle room in between. So here are some ways you can create momentum. And I'm going to give you so many ways, by the way, um, in Momentum 2024, I'm going to give you a whole bunch of ways to create more momentum in your sales and your promotions. But these are just a few of them. Okay, so one idea is to run a live free event and offer a gift card towards any of your offers to anyone who signs up. So I'm actually doing this for Momentum 2024. You get a $500 gift card to use towards any of my offers that are $1,000 or more. So sign up for it. <laughs> this is a really great chance for you. Yaelbenden.com slash Momentum 2024. Another idea, last Black Friday, I invited everyone who bought anything for my Black Friday sale to my reverse engineer six-figure year training for free. So it was an automatic bonus, whatever you bought, and I sold off the back of it. Offer a freebie in a summit and invite people to book a call with you or get a free or low-cost audit with a, with a video sales letter on the thank you page or in the follow-up email sequence. So if you're already getting traffic towards your freebie because you have a summit or a podcast interview or whatever, why not immediately invite people to work with you? Give them a chance. But you never know. They might be perfectly ready to work with you as soon as they heard your podcast interview. They just want to know how, right? So one of my coaches launched her signature course. She had a no-brainer upsell to an eight-week live program right afterwards, which she delivered and can now sell on its own. And then she seeded her mastermind throughout the program and made mastermind sales, okay? If you want to hear some more examples of Momentum Marketing Plan, right, where one thing feeds into the next, you can listen to my episode 23, Behind the Scenes of My Non-Black Friday Sale. I talk about that a little bit more in there. Another last concept I want to talk about before I talk about what to do when life just lifes and you need to take a break the concept of everything sells everything. And I've many people have said this. I've heard many coaches say this, and it is really true. What does it mean? It means that when you're doing a promotion for something, it gets people's attention. And you can make sales not just from the thing you're promoting, but also other things. So easy example, I did a Black Friday sale and someone brought my 5K group program off the back of it, which was not on sale. They just wanted a deeper dive. They wanted to work clo more closely with me and they were like, okay, this all looks so great, but I actually just want the full, the whole enchilada. And they just bought my 5K group program, paying full straight off the back. So you are getting attention when you are promoting something, and that is a good thing across the board, and you will get inquiries for other things. Odds are, okay? Bear that in mind. Even if you're doing mini promotions for offers, or doing like a quick little, just a quick one week, like push, I guess. I think push is a better way to say this. It's not a big launch. It's just like a little push. Maybe you're offering a special bonus. If you buy my, you know, sign up for my offer during this week or before the end of the month, you get X in addition or something like that. You're still getting attention and people might be like, oh, well, I don't want that. But do you maybe have a closer way to work with you? Or do you maybe have a group program? Or do you maybe have a course? Because I would like to learn from you, right? That is you getting attention. Everything sells everything. And no matter what you're doing to get attention, obviously anything positive, that is going to be a good thing across the board for you. What do you do when life just lives and you need to take a break? You're like, oh my God, something happened. I don't know, a war happened. Or I don't know, like 
you're in first trimester of pregnancy, which I, which like, again, like I was not prepared when I got pregnant with my daughter for this. And I look back and I'm like, that was my catalyst for realizing that I needed to change my business model. So I guess it was a good thing, but I did not make that much money during November, December, January of, of 2019, 2020, because I was just so ill and just so tired that I didn't have the energy to sell or do any client work. When you just, something comes up and you're like, I don't even know, like this, I'm just too tired to do anything major. I would love for you to have these things in place. And if you do not have these things in place, make a plan to build them in place. So the first thing you want to think about is an affiliate link hub. So I love having this and I'm actually building it out even more now. So I have an affiliate link hub where I basically have my affiliate links divided into tools, programs, and and courses. So like I have like course membership templates and tools. So I can very I have it organized by type of offer. And what I basically do is what I basically do is have the name. I have a I created a pretty link for the offer as well. So I have a pretty link for let's say I don't know what what is it for hello audio so i use hello audio for my for this podcast i use it for my private podcast i use it for my public podcast so i have slash hello audio which leads to my which leads to my affiliate link it redirects to my affiliate link and um that way whenever i want to talk about it if i mention it in an email or i mention it in anything or i just want to do a quick like promotion for it and just talk about it be like oh my god i love hello audio so much i can just immediately go in there and pull it without having to try to remember what exactly my pretty link is okay that is a really helpful thing to have. And if you want to make it even better, add some promo swipes for any tools or offers that you really love and would want to share on a regular basis. So if something happens, your life starts going crazy, you can always do a quick little affiliate promotion or even better, bake your affiliate links into your nurture email sequences so you can make sales all the time. So if you just mention like any sort of tools or or any sort of tools or or programs that you've taken that you highly recommend or whatever, just link to an affiliate link and obviously mention that there are affiliate links in the email and you can just make sa- the most fun thing to do is to make sales while just to make sales while you sleep right or just like oh my gosh oh look there's a sale oh, my money's coming in where did that money even come from that's my favorite thing is like being like having a random paypal payment and being like where the heck did that come from oh someone bought thrivecart through my link it's so much fun another thing that you'd love that you really should do if possible is to create a document for each offer that you have and save all posts or emails that pertain to that offer in there so you can very easily repurpose it later on. And even better, you can link to the post. So if it's a, let's say it's a reel, you can link to that reel so you can look it back up. You can download it and repost it again. I highly recommend this because you can then literally have a virtual assistant create a little promotion out of all the posts that you've written. I've I have so many posts written for each offer that I've created that I'll put them all in one place. And then honestly, you could just have a basic like launch calendar with what kind of what kind of what emails to send, what posts to do, and you can literally have an assistant do this for you. Okay, you could do it yourself, but it's so much easier when you have all the stuff in place. Another idea is to set up a wait list. So you have a list of warm leads to reach out to when you're ready to get back to work, so you can continue talking about your offer using these promotional posts. But if you're not ready to do client work yet, that's totally fine. Set up a wait list and run people to the wait list and have a list of warm leads. Say I'm opening up spots in whatever January. So make sure to get on the wait list so you get first dibs when I open up the spots. Have an SEO-based traffic platform and or run ads. Again, I've, I've, I've spoken about this before. I'm having a new website built. And once the new website is built, we're going to be turning all these podcasts into blogs. 
I wish I had built an SEO-based traffic platform earlier. I didn't. My bad. Don't do, don't do what I did. Don't make my mistake. But you can also run ads and you can do this for $5, $10 a day, but you always want to be growing your audience in some capacity. So make sure that you can grow your audience even when you're not necessarily actually showing up and being part of bundles and being part of summits and, and, and doing podcast interviews. Set yourself up so you can do that. So it's just coming in naturally. And the really cool thing, if you are already creating content, you can, like I mentioned above, have those have those reels run to a many chat bot and you know update the reels that it sends so that it's sending sending people to that reel that did really well and edit the edit the caption so it tells people to drop a keyword in the comments and then you now have this now you have this really great reel that already took off and did really well now you put some money behind it now it's reaching even more people that don't know you yet and you can generate leads that way too another thing use payment plans I love payment plans because they create amazing recurring revenue. So if you do not have an offer that incorporates payment plans, create one. Even if you have a service, have divide your service, you have 5K or three payments of 2K, whatever that is, create an offer that incorporates payment plans because it is the best feeling to look at your months ahead and know that you have recurring revenue coming in. I already have recurring revenue coming in through 2024, okay? Like good, well into 2024. It's amazing. It's so much fun. And it, and it actually really helps me look forward because I'm like, oh, wow, I already have all these people ready for me to support that are coming in. It, it just feels really nice and spacious and expansive. And the last thing I want to remind you is realize that your growth will compound. People will be finding your podcast interviews months after you record them. People might will be coming into your, in finding your reels or your TikToks months after you create them. As long as you continue to show up and put yourself out there when life is normal, so to speak, you should be able to swing back into momentum as soon as you are ready. Now, I'm going to be deep diving into all of this and so much more in Momentum 2024. So don't forget to sign up. It is free and I will be giving you a bonus deep dive into my own simplified offer suite for 2024 and how I'm designing my business to create more margin and simplicity and profit in my life. So go to yaelbenden.com slash momentum2024. The link is in the description and I am so excited. I cannot wait to see you next week and have a wonderful rest of your day. I can't thank you enough for listening to Raising Your Business. I hope this episode has inspired you to take another step towards building a business and life that you love and growing your income in a way that works for you and your family. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review and let's connect on Instagram. Screenshot and share it on Instagram stories so we can get the word out to more mom business owners like you. Tag me at the Vendahan and share your biggest breakthrough from today. See you next week.